Hello and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, it's it's already February, which is pretty surprising um, and all right, I suppose. Getting a bit warmer. That's nice. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, we are here for uh, your uh, education and your gratification as always this week. Uh, my name is Adrian and I have with me my two good friends. Claire, how are you? Good evening. I'm well, thank you, Aid. Bit sad because uh, the Italian actress Monica Vitti died at ninety, and she oh. and her films. Um, you know, she's um, in a lot of the Antonioni films. How many more? Um, a really great actress. So yeah, she's uh, departed. So feeling a bit sad. <laughs> that's a, that's a shame. I I yeah. uh, I do do recognise the names, and and you know, uh, I've probably seen one or two of those uh, over the years but yeah uh, i had missed the announcement uh, um other other than that other than how, that how are yeah you? no i'm fine um, the week as usual the week's just flown by hasn't it so yeah and we haven't i can't remember when we last talked it's probably over a week ago actually because we're a little bit late recording this week aren't we okay um, yeah who knows who knows anyway great graham knows actually graham how are you i'm good thank you i'm good yeah um i, I too missed the announcement i mean i assume we all got sent a memo about this nice lady dying i mean 90, <laughs> that's pretty good innings um it has been almost exactly a week um and yes educate people we've educated them so far that it is february and it's getting a bit warmer so i think we've ticked all the boxes in our brief so far excellent do you know what (laughs) (laughs) and the horse you're riding on you can start the show next week hundreds and hundreds and literally hundreds and hundreds of podcasts i've had to start that's true what number is this one again eight (laughs) hundreds (laughs) 275 that is a lot is it 200 that's it that is a lot that is a lot that's like yeah wow okay (laughs) anyway moving swiftly on it has been well over five years hasn't it so uh you know we'll be coming up for six years in the summer so um yeah any time mate any time let's just ignore the fact that i once took about nine months off (laughs) and you had to carry it wouldn't have mentioned it (laughs) No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. You can have a week off next year. Thanks. Um, so, uh, yeah, are you okay? You all right? I am very well. Yeah, I'm very well. Um, we were chatting before the show. And, um, yeah, I've had another busy week uh, doing stuff. So it's good. It's good. Um, a little weary because it turns out that if you stay up late doing stuff every night, you then get tired. But, you know, this is me suffering for my art. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. That was a real Ron Burgundy moment. Mm-hmm. It is art. There's no need for a question mark. There's no you need for a Ron Burgundy moment. <laughs> haven't heard I how do, this week's gone. But I, uh, but I, uh, yeah, you, you, you have a right. Uh, and I've seen already uh, through the, the power of technology, I have seen already the what you've been doing this week uh, on our theme of desires. And mm. I think it's pretty awesome. So it definitely doesn't need a question mark but that and, and i guess that's a good way to start the show isn't it um yeah we are going to talk uh, we've got a few bits and bobs to get cover today but uh we are going to talk about desires our suggested theme for january um and we've all had a go at it which is great because that's yeah it's a, it's a photography podcast about some actual photography that we actually made yeah that, well that, the other that's thing a good we, thing right that is a good thing the other thing that i said before we started recording is that 
much as in 2017 we decided that 2017 was going to be 27 zine where everyone should make zines except for us ironically um <laughs> we uh, almost we, tried we almost tried yeah we nearly started um what 2022 is being rebranded <laughs> wait for the t-shirts everyone as 2020 do uh, because 2022 Ooh, is going to be sir. the year, <laughs> 2022 you, is the year when we all do stuff because we've had two years of basically not being able to do stuff and being in a funk and 2022 is going to be the year when we get out of it and we do stuff and we get our thumbs from up our bum get our asses off the sofa <laughs> and do some stuff 2020 do that's a proper mic drop moment you should leave now <laughs> okay bye <laughs> <laughs> why are you still in <laughs> okay no please don't go because we need we need you to talk about this stuff so yeah 20 2020 do <laughs> Oof. it's amazing i'm not in marketing isn't it <laughs> <laughs> truly 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 amazing okay all right well i tell you what um we have been doing uh, we have been creating and uh we have uh, we've been addressing the theme of desires um so uh do you know what actually graham i would love to hear about what you've been doing on this because i know you've been working hard and you have done something that is both artistic and technically challenging yeah. mm -hmm. uh and so i i would like to hear about this um we should probably put we should probably put a link in the show notes to your image so people who are listening to the podcast uh, can uh, have a look at it uh, mm -hmm. and look at it as we're following along. Um, uh, so, But for now, um, we all have a copy of it, which is great, so we can see it. Um, why don't you tell us what you've been up to? Okay, so this my picture for what I ended up doing for Desires is essentially following on from what I was talking about I've been doing last week. Um, I've been working on with paper negatives using my chroma um, carbon adventure camera uh in doors at night because that's when i had to shoot and um like i said i was mucking around last week trying to do some stuff and just kept going with that trying to get it to an end point um and obviously these are all essentially still lives well no they're all exactly still lives because there's nothing else that you can do with a paper negative because anything that's moving <laughs> is a bit of a problem because the exposure times are so long so uh, the subject matter I decided to go for after much racking my brain, uh, trying to think, and I was thinking about desires. And Aid, you brought up some interesting stuff last about the different things we desire. And um, there's a song, which I cannot remember what song it is now, but there's a song with lyrics like, um, there's, there's one song like, she said, um, I love you like a fat kid loves cake. I thought, well, that's, I can't, I cannot take that picture without getting into some trouble. With whoever I designate as the fat kid. That's right. Um, that's right up there with my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other lyric that popped into my head was, I miss you like a desert misses the rain. So this got me thinking. And I thought, ah, oh, actually, Will has a cactus. Um, Will is um, Sinead's son who lives here. Not for much longer. Everything, everything but the girl, I think, isn't it? And I yes. miss you like the desert misses the rain. Exactly. I'll take your word for it. You're better with music than me. Um so I thought, okay, I'm going to grab Will's cactus and introduce a water element into it. This is what I want to do is get a cactus and water. Um, and my first idea was I wanted to try and actually get 
like moving water in this. Um, so the process started off with me getting the exposure right and the lighting right on the cactus itself, which took took a bit of experimentation um, because you know you're moving the light around, getting the hang of using a new fresh paper, which I started to do, but got with that reasonably quickly. And then I tried to, um, I knew it needed to be a double exposure because I couldn't have flowing water with, anyway, I just knew I'd have to be a double exposure. So I thought, okay, now I'm going to try and see if I can get an exposure with water on it. And I tried putting a small black um, pot, actually a little Patterson tank at the bottom out of shot. And I had this watering can and I was just tipping water in for like a minute, very slowly, just tipping water in constantly for a minute. Um, and I thought, well, maybe hope with the light bouncing off this water, even though the water's constantly moving, hopefully there'll be enough there. But there wasn't. So that was a complete bust. So at that point, I gave up on that. And what I ended up doing, again, as a double exposure, was balancing this silver watering can on the black Patterson tank in front of this black backdrop that I've made for myself out of a box. I think a load of wine came in once. It doesn't matter. It's black. It acts as a backdrop. So I kind of balanced that first and positioned that in the top left-hand corner and took that picture. And I had to do quite a lot of um, focus adjustment for that because trying to get, well, try and make it vaguely in focus with the large format camera. Clear all that out of the way. Um, move the camera back to get the cactus in and then reshoot that with all the lighting for that. So it was it was quite a faff, um, but and that, it worked. It worked reasonably well. And um, it was one of those things that with that shot, the one actual double exposure that I did, and it was one o'clock by this point. And I looked mm-hmm. there and went, this has pretty much worked. It could definitely be better. If it had been, let's say, 10 o'clock at night, I would absolutely have gone back, tweaked some things, mm. done it again, and had another couple of goes at it. But at one o'clock in the morning, I was like, no. I think it's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, that. Like I say, art and craft and technique, you know, that's, that's that, that, yeah, well done. Thank you. It was the thing that I'm most satisfied with it is that, Although it's not perfect, but it feels like an endpoint, at least to those. Exp- it feels like a good endpoint to me mucking around with paper negatives for that week. It felt like I started off, did some experimenting, made some stuff, and then worked towards a thing at the end. Where, okay, this has achieved a goal. Yes, it could always be better, but that's... And I'm, I'm happy about that. It's nice to have a beginning I, in the middle of the next. Brilliant. No, I think I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. I think it's, it's, mm. a, really, it's a really great concept. And uh, I love the the way you've executed it. I think uh, that that's really cool. Um, and yeah, I, I just I just really like it. I, I'd love to see um, uh, yeah the the the, the run up to it. You know that picture is of um, the photo of Salvador Dali and the flying cat and mm. the water flying. Yes. Yeah, that that one. Have you ever seen the contact sheet for that? Yes. It, which, yeah, that's that's how I imagine the the prior you know exposures that you did to get to this point because this is the finished thing yeah and i'm just imagining that in one of them there's a flying cat (laughs) (laughs) it's really lovely lighting isn't it it's it's really nice lighting it is but the mood and stuff and 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 the shadows and everything and like you like aid says i like the the levitating 
watching can. <laughs> so the, the lighting is one of the things. So as I mentioned last week, um, the lighting I'm using that newer panel, and yeah. because that is a big black screen, essentially what I was doing with that was facing that towards me, not towards the object at all, and using the it's got um, barn doors to kind of angle yes. a beam across to use that so it wouldn't light at the back, and then yeah. I've got this homemade reflector which I have been carrying around. Not well, it's gone from house. I've had it for about god it must be five years since i made it it's just an amazon box covered in tin foil like an old amazon and i use that as a reflect to bounce light back on the other side to even it out so this is the most lighting yeah, challenge yeah. i've done for quite yeah. a while um yeah. but yeah i mean again I, I was pleased with that um I, I, what i didn't take into account as well as i would have done going forwards is by because the two things were positioned differently on the frame the lighting affected them both slightly differently so mm. it can't, but anyway yeah i got that just on the lighting with the with the new panels graham mm -hmm. what color did you just have the white light um yeah. on, on and and how strong did you have the you know the lumens what what um it was jacked up pretty high it, it no yeah. it was jacked up to 100 percent. it was as okay, pretty much yeah. as close as i could get but as i said yeah. the light was facing forwards and the actual scene was to the left of it so it was kind of a glancing blow which is a technique i've learned from aid in the past when i was trying to sort out lighting for video stuff you said like don't have it pointing at you feather the light feather, feather the, light. the light in fact um, you having having said that i've just looked up to where my where my um fill light is and i realized i haven't switched it on this evening not that it really matters because <laughs> we're not producing the video today but i haven't but yeah you feathering the light um mm. but but which for those that don't know the term i mean simply um, not having the light pointing straight at your subject, but having it pointing at an angle away from it. So you're being lit by not the full brightness and, and mm. you've got a lot more control that way um, because most of the light is sort of pointing slightly away. So um, it's a good technique. Like mm. this. Mm. Not even that much of an angle, Claire, but like literally it, it was kind of probably about like that. So it was just catching a glancing blur across the yeah. thing. Yeah, just so, yeah. the very edge of the beam of light. You you light your subject with just the very edge of the beam of light rather than the better of it. And, and you often get, it can have quite a, a pleasing aesthetic effect, actually. Mm. So, yeah. 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 I think it's fantastic, Graham. You've got, you, you've, you've, you've really been inspired good. by a piece of music. You've mm -hmm. crafted a concept. You've, you, you know, made a picture. I think brilliant. Thank you, you very be much. rightly proud of yourself. Thank sir. you. Thank you. Like I said, it's, I, I am pleased with it. I know it could be better, but, I am pleased enough with it. Um, that'll do, Pig, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Most art could be better. Yeah, knowing when to yeah. stop. Knowing when to stop is a skill in itself. One of the one of the interesting things with it. So, um, as I said, getting the um, getting the print right, and um, so the previous times when I've been doing this, I'd been using the developer that had been sat in my Nova slot processor for a couple of months. So it, it was quite old developer for doing these paper negatives, which made them very low contrast. So I mixed up some fresh dev and tried that to begin with, and they were way too high contrast. So in the end, I was kind of blending some of the old and some of the new to get the contrast level where it needed to for this. Mm. So I've actually, I've kept, I, I need to refill my Nova processor now with a nice fresh stuff for doing actual print prints um but i think i'm going to keep a bit of old developer around for essentially cutting fresh dev for doing paper negs um because it 
works better than just diluting it is what i found so um pro tip there. if you're doing paper negs keep some old dev hanging around <laughs> cool really good right okay um so uh where should we move to next i'll tell you what um let's let's have uh, a look at billy's picture so so this this um i don't think we put out a call on these themes did we for for uh, listeners to send us all not their specifically images. no no not, not specifically um and i have had a we've had a, a little bit of a search around um and forgive me if i missed anybody but we have got a photo from billy sanford um which is a, a great photo uh if any of you are in our discord uh billy has posted it in our discord uh, i don't know if he's posted it anywhere else oh no i think he said he's posted it in his Flickr account but i don't know whether he's posted it on any other social media sites that you might have just come across it um but go have a look at billy's uh Flickr account uh, or uh the sunny 16 discord um the it's a polaroid uh and it's a polaroid picture of, of billy's dog Tilly looking out of a window oh, has the skill skills this dog right has the skills to pull aside the net curtain and actually look out <laughs> through the glass which is which is quite yeah quite good for a dog I think isn't it clever dog uh, and uh, you know Billy, Billy's description is this is his dog Tilly desiring uh, to go out for a walk <laughs> looking out the window at him <laughs> which I think is nice I like I like it a lot thanks Billy <laughs> uh, that reminds so, me actually because we said we didn't ask um reminds me matthew joseph he did take a picture for this as well um on a similar theme i don't know if he shared it anywhere but he sent me a picture hmm. of it and it's again a dog because guess what dogs have nice straightforward designs so he's got this great picture it's taken from very low down looking up and it's got a tennis ball in the foreground and this very cute young dog behind it staring at this tennis ball waiting to be thrown. <laughs> and he, he's shot it on his hassle, uh, on his um, X-Pan. So you've got that lovely long format there taking it all in. It's a really great picture. And hopefully if Matthew hasn't already shared it on his Instagram feed, he will soon. But it's brilliant. Nice. Just the, the look at dogs and balls. Um, another very strong desire there. Yeah, definitely. Nice. I look, I look forward to seeing that. Cool. Okay, right. Um, next up, sh shall I go next? Go yeah. for it. Okay. All right. So I have to admit, uh, I struggled at first uh, with what I wanted to do with this. I was like, oh, what I do with such a, uh, a nebulous, nebulous existential philosophical concept. Mm -hmm. Don't know what to do. Don't know what to do. Um, and in the end, I... I thought, do you know what? Desire means something different to everybody. And mm. so what I'm going to do is uh, take lots of photos that represent one facet of desire. And sometimes that can be like a really powerful thing, like family or love or what stuff like that. And other times it can be something that's entirely frivolous. Uh, and other times it can be something that is, uh, I suppose, a luxury. Other times it could be something that is um yeah pure purely uh a, a consumerist based desire um uh so yeah i i, I thought do you know what? i'm gonna you know i'm gonna work with this and uh and work up uh, essentially a collage uh some of these uh have been taken most of them actually i would say have been taken specifically for this assignment uh, one or two of them, I, I did know what I was looking for in the archives. Uh, and so one or two of them are, are actually older than the month of January 2022. So uh, apologies if I've broken the rules. But hey, we're all artists, right? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm currently on version two of the collage. I'm very, I'm happy with the images in it. I'm not entirely happy with the collage, so I do consider it to be a work in progress. But yeah, happy to share it anyway. Um, um, you guys saw version one of it. Um, uh, what I've put in the folder that we're all looking at is version two, which is a bit different. I've added some color. But it made made a couple of the images uh, colourful because it was all black and white, um, and so I just thought that might be uh, add a little splash of interest, essentially, um, and draw the eye and and help people to just process it. Because yeah, I was finding it a little bit difficult to mentally process sixteen images in a collage. I wasn't quite sure what to look at, so I thought if I made some of them uh, colourful, um, uh, then that might help people actually not make sense of it but mm. just sort of navigate it if that makes sense it does, i don't know you guys have seen both versions do you have any views on that no i think the color lifts it up a bit absolutely it, it helps um anchor it all otherwise i think a load of black and white jumble together can just become a bit unreadable yeah. um so do you want to talk us through what some of the desires expressed in this is aid <laughs> i mean some of them like i can I mean, there's, uh, that's beer, top left. I think there's beer. and yeah. uh, It's not actually. The the top left is actually a picture of a picture. So the picture that's behind me on the wall as we record this, if I get out of the way of my camera and let it focus. So, you know, the, and, and those of you who've seen, you know, Sunny 16 videos or, or TFOP videos, I have two pictures hanging on the wall by a, a pair yeah. of artists. And they're, they're of... Um, they're artistic pictures of essentially of bottles of booze. And so this one is actually the bottle of Cristal champagne. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's a, it's a detailed shot. Actually, it's well worth bringing up though, going because I, I did, one of the things that was also going through my mind is um, desires are often out of reach, a bit like your watering can. So, <laughs> so I, what I tried to do was take detailed shots that suggested the desire, but didn't give the whole image, if that makes sense, to, to, symbolizes possibly a strong word but um uh to uh is that like to... the plane wing in one yeah there's the plane ring in one um, oh, yeah. which is a variation of your classic shot from inside a plane um but um but one of the reasons i've you know heavily overlap i've chosen to heavily overlap the images in the collage um mm-hmm. because you know, you, know, you often can't see the whole of your desire and that's why a lot of them are detailed shots and you might not necessarily know exactly what mm. you're looking at at least at first glance um so what have we got well in no particular order a very close-up uh one of my favorite images out of this lot is a is a big colorful close-up of a bag of giant skittles because who doesn't desire a bag of skittles every now and again <laughs> <laughs> um what else there is a plane wing so yeah desire to get back out and travel that oh yeah that's quite close to the 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 photo of um what was on our living room wall for a very long time which was a load of post-it notes around a uh uh, around Mm. a bigger note drawn by my daughter that just just called things we want to do after lockdown and that was our post-it note wall of things that we wanted to do when we were allowed out again. So that that's one a bit from the archives. But I thought it would go well with desires because at the time we were just writing stuff on post-its and not being able to do anything. Um, it was quite therapeutic, that is. Mm. If, if we ever get locked down again or anybody that's listening to this and is in a lockdown at the moment, you know, build yourself a little post-it note wall of things you want to do when you get out and then actually do them. Right. Because we've managed to do a lot of those that we wrote down now. And that was really cool. 
um what else is that one of my favorites um a little bit difficult to see at first glance but uh between the picture of the gerbils and the picture of my son um is a street photo um now this uh, is a street photo i've got loads of different photos of this exact scene um on the north side of blackfriars bridge at the moment they are building a new embankment and you know when you get these you know, construction sites these days have these sort of, sort of turnstiles you have to go through in a little signing in office and stuff like that mm -hmm. um just by the turnstile and the signing in office there's this chair and it's like an old office chair but an upholstered one you know you or you get in a library or something like that and it's it's a bit raggedy yeah, the cloth is falling apart the sponge is falling apart um, but I like this chair. I see every day when I go to London, um, well, every time I go to London, because I don't go every day at the moment. And I always try and take a photo of it every time I walk past it. I just think one day I hope somebody will be sitting in that chair. Right. That's so I, that's one of my desires is one day I hope to see somebody sitting in that chair. And who knows, maybe I'll just go up and make a fool of myself and say hello. So, you know, that's uh, I don't know quite why for me that classifies as a desire, but it kind of does. Mm. Um, I got some darker pictures, like a picture of an Amazon box, but I've tried to hide that at the back. But that's sort of the consumerist side of desire. Um, and in the bottom right hand corner, there was one that I happened across by accident, which is the, um, a big technical Lego bulldozer yeah. thing. Um, just about set, set up so it looks like it's just about to mash up a mobile phone because I suspect the more mobile phones we can mash up the happier we'll be um, anyway there you go that's just a few of them that I, is... I, if I talk through if I talk through all 16 yeah yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what about the crashing waves aid what's your desire there oh, I love it, the beach is it to get into I... the ocean swim is it I, I do love to swim in the ocean. Uh, that was taken on a very cold day, actually, um, in just around New Year. And there was, yeah, we had about 20 layers on just to stand on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Claire, of all um, of them, of all of them, that's the one that you thought was hardest to read. I Before we move on, because most of them I can kind of get, uh, the Ethernet, the end of an Ethernet cable aid. I need to know what desire that is representing. That's the world's most basic desire. Oh, an Ethernet Con cable. Con connectivity. The uh, connection, yeah. Yeah. So, so the, uh, the, 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 yeah, the idea behind that. Now, um, I, I don't know whether you guys are, are familiar particularly of Ma with Mas Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, which is a, a sort of, yeah. My favourite band. Yeah, uh, that's a good name for a band, actually. We should try that out. Yeah. Um, uh, but Maslow's hierarchy of needs is, a, I think it's a, a psychological model mm -hmm. um, that, that starts off with, you know, uh, the basic thing you need is warmth and food and water. And then you need, yeah, uh, and you, as you climb up the hierarchy, you get through uh, things like um, uh, once you've got warmth and food and water and housing and stuff like that, you want some companionship and then you want, you want the love of your companions and your family. And eventually you get to the top of it, which is called self-actualization, which yeah. is you, you achieve some sort of not enlightenment, but, but, you but, want you're an iPad. Way. <laughs> but the, the people joke now, but except it's one of those, you know, joke, but not joke things that actually there's a new bottom level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is Wi-Fi. <laughs> like before anybody wants any food or shelter or anything like that, Absolutely. they need Wi-Fi. 
And so that's what that's supposed to represent. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's a desire. I desire connectivity. And you can take it at that level, right? Or you can take it at the metaphorical level about being connected to people. You could take it as a symbol for the pandemic and being shut in our homes and only being mm. able to talk to people on the internet. It's 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 got multiple levels that one works out, even though it is actually the end. It's just a photo of the end of an Ethernet cable. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. That, that was now. what was going through. That was what was going through my head. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So yeah. So that was it. Was fun. I enjoyed it. Um. I like. I say. I'm not happy yet with what I've got to with the collaging of it, but I am happy with the base images. I did have at least twice as many as this, and I've edited them down to these to try and represent a breadth of of different types of design. So awesome. Before we move on to Claire, I just need to ascertain, like, do we have a censorship policy on this podcast? Do we need to put nipple plasters over the next section or? Um... <laughs> <laughs> on audio? <laughs> audio nipple plasters. <laughs> do we need to pixelate? <laughs> tell, us, <laughs> tell us about your um, picture that you shared for designs this month, Claire, that we've... <laughs> we've decided it is because it's definitely you the picture we want to talk was. yeah i did yeah absolutely no i'm um well it's funny because i i actually made this photo in, in when i was in paris um and i really liked the light um so i felt like it was kind of quite um quite space agey that was a kind of thing i was going for and you know the the metropolis the you've seen the, the poster haven't you for the mm -hmm. metropolis with the well, yeah. the film, the, the, the uh, film. late 1920s, yeah. I think yeah. it was, isn't it? The film, yeah. yeah. It was a kind of influence. Yeah, so so that was, I don't know what to say about it, really, Graham. But except, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it has a nudity element. And I, and I was kind of... When <laughs> okay, both... <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> to say that it has a nudity element, I think is slightly under, understating there. Right, let's clap at one. This is a very good photo. It is a very good artistic photo. However, the nudity element <laughs> is that it is a full frontal nude image. So it's quite a big element of the photo. Is that fair, yeah, Ray, could you say? I, yeah, but the light, yeah, I don't know. The lighting's a bit, yeah. Um, anyway, I took the image and I kind of like the image, how mm. it came out. But then I was in a bit of a, um, I was in a bit of a quandary about whether I, because of because of that, whether I should post it or I shouldn't post it kind of thing. But I kept coming back, you know, what we were talking about, I think, on a previous podcast about when you have, you leave it a bit of time, don't you? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I've, I've, I've put it out and there it is because I like that. I like the overhead light, you see, and um, the atmosphere for mm. me. Yeah, it's a, it's a great picture. I mean, this isn't the first time that you've shared pictures of yourself in various states of undress on Instagram. Let's not mention the critical. It's what I do on my own in hotel rooms. <laughs> okay, can we? Can we? Hang on, I need to make an edit note on that. I need to scrub that from the podcast out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. I, I always um, bring my photo gear and yeah. look for sets. So I really like that light. So that's how it sort of came about. Really, it mm. is a really brave thing. I mean, I would say, like, although you have shared pictures of yourself in the past, I'd. So this is it's it's not an explicit picture, but it is a picture that is probably um, oh, what's the best way of putting it? it? It is the most kind of it's the boldest picture, I suppose, that you shared of like that. 
Would you say that's fair? Mm. I, th- I I think I would say, but bold, bold is 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 a uh, a good word. I don't I don't think I've seen any of your work, Claire, that's this bold. But do you know what? I think it's it's, it's striking, and, and not just in the striker pose way, because you are striking a pose. I th- I love the concept behind it. I love the light. Um, I you know I think you you you've done a, a brilliant job. Um, and you know I do get the whole like sort of the the look of metropolis from it you've called it metropolis i do get the, the that that um i actually went back and looked at the uh some of the artwork um for metropolis mm, the mm-hmm. the movie actually and and i know it 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 does look different from that there's not a, you're not copying an image but you can yeah. definitely see where the inspiration comes from and stuff like that and i think it is it's a, it's an amazing it's an amazing image and um i think it's uh it's it, yeah it, it's just great did it did it did you expect it to look like that is there any element of happy accident in this or or yeah i know i know it's an element of played for and got right because you've thought it through you've designed the pose you've yeah. designed the lighting and stuff I, like that so. yeah but i always think there is that element of you never really know exactly although you can have an idea don't you how it's going to come out until you see it sometimes you think oh i thought it was going to come out like this or you know for better or worse um, so I sort of had an idea, yeah, you know, with with where I was positioning myself and, and that, that light. That's you know? really good. And I assume it's um, a continuous light, is it? So were you able to to yeah. to to, yeah. to take a couple of like phone selfies or whatever, so that you could see that you were standing in the right place and things like that? Or is this just you know trust trust in yourself and go for it? Trust in myself, yeah, because That's I'm used brilliant. to the ca- yeah because I'm used to the framing of the camera. Although you can still get it, you know, off out. And this was a Polaroid, so it was obviously using a camera that I'm most familiar with. Mm-hmm. But you, like I think I've said before, but I'm you always do a couple of you know. Sometimes the first picture, you know, it's re- it, it does happen that sometimes the first one I take ends up the one I like the best. Yeah, but usually yeah. you take it, you, you you look at it and you think, okay, I need to move a bit forward, a bit back, a bit to the side, or I need to um, adjust the, the framing of the camera because it's not quite quite right. So there's a bit of that going on. And I then, I, yeah. I think you you're brilliant. I tell you how I know you must be an excellent artist because you did this on Polaroid and you only get eight shots in a pack of Polaroid, yes. don't you? Now, yeah. whenever I do these kinds of things and I shoot Instax, I always need all ten. So that's how I know you must be an excellent artist <laughs> if you can do it in eight shots or less. I don't know. You don't see the other seven great eight, you know. <laughs> but um, but I like that. I said it before. You know, I, I like. Um, you know, I've rushed things and then you th- I've gone through sometimes loads of films and nothing works. But I do like it when you sort of like you, 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 you know, you're framing and you're you're having to sort of think because, like you say, you've only got eight shots or ten shots if you're doing Insta, mm-hmm. haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. It, the picture has been really well received. I, I I love the fact that obviously you know, lots of people who listen follow you, which is great. And I know from my own feed that it's one of the things that I'm scrolling through. Uh, my usual Instagram feed, and it did leap out slightly because I'll be honest, there's, not, <laughs> I don't follow. There's only two people, generally speaking, who I'm going to see stuff come, that will kind of leap out in that in that specific way, and that's you, and D Alicia, um, and also incidentally, D has been posting more work again recently after a sort of hiatus. She's starting to share mm. more work now, and it's so good to see that. I love seeing D's work. Um, and the picture's been like it's one of your most liked pictures. 
I yeah. think, which is well deserved because it's a really great <laughs> picture. But um, it was quite funny just reading the comments <laughs> because the, you got me going, oh, uh, uh, that's that's a, a, they didn't quite know what to say. I think some people, so the number of people who are going, oh, I love the caption you put with that, Claire. Like, okay, well, that's an interesting takeaway. I'm not even going to comment on the picture, just, oh, the p- captions are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> That was my favourite bit. I only looked at the caption. Um, <laughs> although, as, as Aidan and I both said how much we'd like the picture, although I am going to say on behalf of Aidan and myself, please can you give us, as your pod bro, pod family, just give us some warning so we can be ready. Because it is, as I said to you guys, it is a bit like scrolling down and suddenly seeing a picture of your sister and they're like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but no. no I, I I think it's brilliant. I think you, in, if that's what you do on your own in in hotel rooms, you're in I good do. company. Because <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure um, we've talked before about uh, Stevie Nicks. Oh uh, yes, with sing, her sing, singer yeah. from Fleetwood Mac, and and yeah. who used to do almost exactly what you used to do. Yeah. What you do, I guess. Claire. She she used to find herself on tour with the band and stay up late. I think she may have suffered from insomnia for a time. Yeah. And she she invented a whole uh, set of characters because, of course, she'd have, like, show costumes and makeup mm-hmm. with her. And, and she used to, to, for want of a better term, play dress-up um, when she was on her own at night in a hotel room and take photos, often Polaroids. Um, and so if anybody wants to to see those sorts of things uh, if you just simply google stevie nicks selfies yeah. um, a whole bunch of them come up and there's some really interesting stuff they're uh, really good actually her her self-portraits that she did and on, a, and on an sx70 as well i think she did them yeah so, uh, uh actually I, do, I, I know a lot of them are polaroid I, I didn't know which camera it was yeah i think sure a lot of them were done in the sort of late 70s early mm. 80s possibly i think um so yeah um interest interesting stuff yeah well brilliant so i i don't know about you guys but i really enjoyed desires did you enjoy desires mm, mm. absolutely yeah like it wasn't it wasn't an easy one but that's not a bad thing it gets you thinking and um pushes you a bit and obviously if anybody's listened to this who wants to send in some pictures don't feel like it's been cut off please do send in any pictures you took last month or only you take that when you hear this but um we are yeah, especially because you know, we're right at the beginning of February as we record this, so I can fully understand if there are sort of half-finished rolls of film um, or, or stuff that is uh, in, in the queue to be developed or in the post to the lab or whatever it might be. So, yeah. We, we also, look, it doesn't matter when it is, does it? Like, if you want to send us your no. pictures of desires in July, that's fine too. Like, this Absolutely is, is, As yes. Aid keeps telling me, it's not a competition. <laughs> He only says that because he knows I'd win. Um, it's just the motivation. No, thing. I say it because I know you get irate. Well, same thing. Um, I'm and the, this month February's um, topic is pretty different, really, isn't it? Pretty different in most ways because it's traffic. And this was your choice, traffic. wasn't it? Aid? Your suggestion. Uh, I seem to remember it was yes. Mm. So you know, um, I, I suspect when we were making this list, I I was initially rather scared by the concept of trying to make a photograph of desire. <laughs> so I chose something a little bit more prosaic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like most of us have some experience of traffic, and um, most of us have access to traffic to take photos. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, uh, hopefully the the barrier to entry for this one is is super low, and everybody you know has the opportunity. Um, it would be great to see photos. Um, uh, I, I think it's good. the challenge here is it, it's probably is I can imagine it'd be quite challenging to create uh, 
nice nice sorry my vocabulary just completely deserted me at the moment um i think it might be quite a challenge to to make creative and artistic photographs of traffic i think that might be the 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 crux of the challenge um not that we're doing this for a challenge as such but um creative photos of traffic could be um mm, it's how you interpret the theme though isn't it we can interpret that mm -hmm. theme Anyway, you can interpret that theme, can't you? There's so many yeah. ways. I think one of the things I like about traffic, though, is that, I mean, and you absolutely could do something indoors with this as well, with a bit of ingenuity and a bit of creativity. Um, but it's definitely going to be easier if you go outside. And uh, it's 2020 do. Oh. Just get up and go outside. You could make a, a little... Um... You could, you could make a little trail of jelly babies along the kitchen counter and uh, into a traffic jam. Quite where that idea came from, I have no idea. But you don't have to go outside. Babies aren't stop, traffic. Stop being so rulesist. Stop, no rules. stop being babies as traffic aid. I think you're the one with the problem here. Jelly babies. Still babies. Not babies. Not babies. No, they're totally different things. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Your idea of human trafficking, jelly right. human trafficking, into and then jamming back. them. Wow. I take it Outrageous. back. Licorice comforts. I just can't. I just can't. Um, <laughs> licorice is licorice is amazing. Who doesn't like licorice? Actually, I t sorry, I take that that I do tell you about. Lots of people don't like licorice, <laughs> which is great. Which is why there's more licorice for me. Mm -hmm. mm, I like licorice. Yeah, yeah. In we fact, I saw a really good. I know I'm digressing now, but I saw the film yesterday or <laughs> oh, this week. <laughs> licorice it. pizza. Licorice I pizza. I, I saw a lot of uh, a lot really of write ups good. of that. Yeah, was, really good. I was really it or is it, it good? Well, I enjoyed it. I won't, I won't do any spoilers or anything, but um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I've seen. I went to the cinema twice this week, so I saw Licorice Pizza and then I saw um, Nightmare Alley. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that. That was out. I went to the cinema this week. We just went to see The King's Man, though, just for a bit of like. Oh, fun, I want so. to see that. I really want to see that one. Yeah. Oh uh, well, we so we we by which I mean me and Emma, um, we we quite like the King's Man series of movies. They're quite entertaining in a silly mm. kind of a way. Um, mm. And this one is the third in the series, but it's the prequel. Um, and uh, I won't say much about it because yeah, that would give it away. But uh, it is good fun, and it does have. It's not always quite so silly. Um, because it is set during the First World War, a lot of it. Um, but uh, but it does have glorious moments of extreme silliness. So, <laughs> so definitely good. counts as light entertainment. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, should we, uh, with that thought of traffic planted squarely in everybody's mind, um, go forth. You've got a whole month nearly, depending on when this goes out. You, oh, it's a short month. So you haven't got that long. So get on it, people. Oh, my God, it's a panic. We should go now. Why are we sitting here talking? We should be... Oh, I'm going to calm down. Um, am I very it's, quick? It's always rush hour somewhere. <laughs> it's always rush hour somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Can Not I... in your village at the moment, though, Graham. No, no. Can I very quickly, um, as it is 2020 do, I have been continuing with my trying to get up and do stuff. Can I quickly spin through just what I've been up to this week? Because um, it's been a real mixed bag of stuff. Please, um, please do. So I went out on Sunday and I went for a walk with Sinead, which was lovely. And I took out, for the first time, uh, a Camera Dactyl OG camera. Now, yeah. um, a, you may be familiar with this, Claire. I don't know if you are. What, for those that don't know, the Camera Dactyl OG is a uh, 3D printed camera, which uh, <coughs> you fit a large format lens on the front and it shoots large format. You go along, and you, but it's a handheld camera. Um, 
and uh, made by Ethan Moses, the camera redact deal. This one, I think, <laughs> I think belongs to Hamish. He lent it to John. I swiped it off John back in September when we were up doing the photography show. And um, now, as I said to Hamish, you know what it is, Hamish. Come and get it when you want it. Um, so I went out and had a play with that. Um, I don't think I gave it a really fair crack because we went for a walk in the woods and it was a bright, sunny day. So it's just contrast up the wahoo. It is not black and white. It's black or white, a lot of these pictures. Um, and... Because I was shooting it very quick and dirty, I wasn't using a tripod or anything like that. So I was guessing at the focusing, and I don't. I need to spend more time with it. The light was quite low, so the apertures were quite wide. So depth of field was shallow, and I was just wasn't hitting it. Um, so the one takeaway from that that I did get is that I like. I found that the framing of the pictures was what I wanted it to be when I was looking through. I know that sounds like a really stupid thing, but sometimes mm. you know, you'll frame up a picture and then you get the, the film developed and go, well, this wasn't... So what remind, remind us how you frame with that camera. It's just got a little um, printed 3D... printed um, I, plastic. I wanted to say that, but I wasn't entirely confident because it's a while since I've had a look at one, but yeah. it's not like it's got a ground glass or anything, is it? Well, it does. So you can take it, you can take um, it and put it on a tripod and treat it just like a, an ordinary large format camera and actually oh, okay. focus properly using the ground glass. But I wasn't. I was using the, the little um, printed uh, viewfinder on top. rifle sight rifle sight thank you yeah that's a good is it galilean viewfinder something like that i'm not even sure if it's as fancy as that but um using that guesstimating the distance and going um and i developed those last night which is why i know that they didn't turn out great um in and i'm not sure how much i can or can't talk about this but luckily i don't know enough about it to be terribly spoilery but um james lane who we've mentioned before mm-hmm. and had on the show of the zone imaging lab in london he is working he obviously is the man behind in the uk the 510 pyro uh, which i need to get some of he is now working currently on a new eco developer which is very exciting and uh, specifically with the being good for people to use in countries where getting hold of chemistry is difficult and so that's really cool so i got some of that and i'm trying it out <laughs> poor james i think he's kind of hoping that i was going to try it in a consistent way and i didn't i tried it on picture shot with no <laughs> light meter um and then i shot it as a range of temperatures at the as the shed warmed up so um but it's good it works and i'm gonna i promised him i'll try it in a more serious way so anyway that's exciting we'll speak to james when that's a bit closer to fruition about it and he will be able to explain it in no doubt excruciating detail exactly what it is but it's cool and that works um what else is there so i did some other developing earlier in the week uh, i mentioned this because developing isn't normally terribly exciting this was such a such a night so first roll of film i developed i decided i'd finished one bottle of developer i thought i'm going to try this bottle of ultra fin developer that I've had for quite a while, but I don't think I've ever used it. Anyway, I developed this roll of film and uh, that developer was dead, dead as a doornail. So when I pulled out the roll of film, it was blank. Now, this was a roll of film I found in one of John's camera bags. Um, So sorry, John, (laughs) but also (laughs) John doesn't care. Um, so I guess, I don't know, <laughs> I guess I don't have to scan them and then have nothing to do with those next. So, so that was that. Then I developed a roll of film, um, that was from a, uh, pinhole camera made out of a camera, out of a cardboard box 
five years ago and that was all a bit ruined the best roll of film oh and actually i developed the roll of 35 mil that i'd also shot in the woods which i don't know why that one didn't come out great but that one i oh i know what it was i it loaded badly and i i think a berger film hates my hands because it keeps trying to jump out of my hands and onto the floor so it did that a few times <laughs> ended up a bit dusty <laughs> so that's not great the best roll of film ironically was one i'm gonna hold this up so you guys can see this camera i bought this camera this is an innovar camera um oh, it is of course it is it is um it is a it's one of those um it's, it's a very basic plastic cheap point and shoot i think i must have picked it up for two quid from a charity shop with an expired roll of film yeah um, (laughs) with an expired roll of film i shoved that roll of film on it and it is sat in my van for i'm going to guess three years through summers and winters anyway i developed that as well and that actually came out all right (laughs) although um i'd say that the image quality um it doesn't have like blurry patches and not blurry patches it has a kind of a uniform blur to it (laughs) But, oh, but, you interesting. Know, so I mean, you said you wanted aid a thirty-five millimeter Holger. I mean, this is basically that. You know, got that That's charm. So not a bad point, actually. Um, so that was that. Um, and the only other thing I've was very quickly mention is uh, on the spirit of plastic cameras. Um, I have put back together and put a lens back on the Kraken 3D printed camera that um, Graham Young from the Homemade Camera Podcast designed and has put out there. And this is a 6x12 camera. So um, mm. I've got that loaded back up because I just thought, I really want to get out with that again. So that's what I'm currently playing with. So that's been my 2020 doing of the last week. You've been very You've been busy. busy, yeah. 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 That's great. No, no how does it how does it feel, right? Because you you do go through times where you don't take any shots, and you do you do you know, often sound wistful that you'd love to be taking more shots and, mm. and and having more time. How did it feel to be that kind of busy? It's great. It uh, genuinely does feel great to do a look back and go. Oh, I actually have done something most days this week. I uh, said so the flip side is I'm getting really tired because I'm going to bed too late every night. Um, you but do no, know, it's... like, the sun sets at 4.30 in the afternoon at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but, yeah, as I, I'm, I'm going for a photo walk tomorrow evening, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's just, uh, it is that thing of the the more you do, the more you want to do. And um, yeah, I've got a list of stuff that is on my plate to do. Printing is, the I think, going to be, I think maybe next week printing will be the main focus because I haven't done mm. any printing for a little while, so might make that next week's mission. So, but yeah, it, it's good. It's just nice to feel more active, and I I do think that it is one of those things that it's like that snowball rolling down the hill. The more you do it, the more you want to do it, and the more and the more you can see that actually, even with limited resources, limited time, limited opportunities, you can still do something. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well done. Well done. So, I mean, that's brilliant. Um, keep up the the good work. Keep up the momentum. And as you say, the more you do, the more you want to do. I'm definitely, I definitely get that feeling myself as well. Uh, so we've got traffic coming up next, and um, we should probably talk uh, also about uh, the photo walk that we are doing on the 26th of February, mm-hmm. shouldn't we? Yes. Uh, so, uh, well, I, 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 over to you, Graham, because you're the the brains mm-hmm. behind it. Uh, I think you've just put everybody off. 
Um, okay, I know we we have mentioned this before. Um, there's not much more to say other than we are holding a photo walk in Coventry on the 27th. Um, I think, let me just very quickly check. Uh, how do you spell photo walk? <laughs> um, do, do you want me to check for you? Because I was just about to do the same thing. Yeah, it's 26th, sorry, not the 27th. Um, so, yeah, at the moment, we've only got six places left available to sign up for on this. So it's going to be a photo walk around Coventry in the morning. Um, I am not going to be planning the route because I don't know Coventry at all, but I'm going to be working with some people from Coventry who will help me put that together just taking some pictures of some of um, John's favorite photographic haunts uh, and then in the afternoon we will be going back to um, John and Amory's mm -hmm. house on the outskirts of Coventry uh, for some afternoon tea and to sell off um, some of the smaller bits and pieces and oddments from his dark shed before it becomes the before it moves to its next phase of life which is very much not going to be <laughs> a dark shed um, it's going to be a really nice get-together. As I said, there's only six spaces available. Um, it's great to see all the people who are coming already. Um, I think I know almost everybody on there. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing them. Um, but if you haven't signed up yet and you would like to, please do get on it. Um, it's going to be a really good time, a, a nice a nice chance for us all to get together, celebrate John, and also just celebrate being able to get together like this because... It's been a while. Um, yeah, it's going to be good fun. And also, yeah. Sinead is going to make some cakes for the afternoon tea. So there's Ooh, that as well. Cake. Yeah, cake. <laughs> cake Everybody cake, loves cake. cake. We'll, yes. we'll, have earned a cake. we'll have earned our cake by then, won't oh, we? Having we most around. certainly will. Most certainly will. And um, yeah, and if you are coming, you know, um, bring some money or I mean, or even continue bank transfer. But there will be some bits to buy there. A lot of it will be small bits and pieces, but there are a couple of bits. We might even do a little auctiony thing. I don't know. <laughs> Simon and I are figuring out whether we want to do that or not or whether he wants to do it or not because I'm definitely not going to but um, yeah it's going to be good looking forward to that cool okay yeah I'm looking forward to that as well it's going to be great to see everybody and, and, and get together uh, okay uh, well, I think that's it then is it are we are we uh, there are are ready to wrap more... up for today nearly two more things oh, sorry. oh sorry yeah so, sorry I, I feel no, like I'm very much it. hogging this but um I'll keep both of them quick. Um, the first one is there has been, oh, savour these words, a new film announcement. Um, I sure, sure. I saw Stephen at Cosmo Photo sharing this. I go to Cosmo Photo, uh, his website, to check out the article. Um, the German film developer Orwo um, have announced that they have got two new films coming this year. I think it's two new films coming this year. Um, it's certainly at least two new films. Um they have got some new black and white film coming, uh, which is good. Don't There's no more details than this yet, but we have got new black and white film specifically for photographers uh, as opposed to a cine film. Um, and also, they are bringing uh, back a colour cine film. So this isn't being made for... Um, photographers as such it is a cine film but they are making it or they are planning to make it in eight millimeter 16 millimeter 35 millimeter and even 65 millimeter so this is great a new color film stock yes it's cine film but guess what we can use color cine film at home if we want to and hopefully if they're making color cine film it's not uh, an insurmountable move to making just colour film for photographers straight out the gate. So I said 
if you will recall, when we were doing our predictions for the year, that we were going to see some new colour film coming from somewhere we weren't <laughs> expecting it. I think I think I've nailed this straight out of the gate, guys, right? I have no recollection of you saying that at all. Um, <laughs> I can bring then, up the evidence. But, but then I very rarely recollect anything that anybody says. It's nothing personal. Um, <laughs> well, but well done for being the first to have a correct, uh, a correct prediction for the year. I mm-hmm. like that. I know, uh, and it's a nice one. It's a nice one to be right on as well, isn't it? It is, and it's also it's nice to see it coming from a, a different corner. It's nice to see a new film announcement coming from Orwell because I think. From what I read, they've been um, skating the boundaries of are they going to be around for any longer, are they not? And it sounds like they've shored themselves up uh, and got themselves in a position to move forward. And it's just great news. It's just really, really good news. Um, The other quick one is that following on from the Analog Spotlight at the photography show last year, uh, the organisers behind that, so people like Paul Mackay and um, Hamish Gill and I think Holly as well is now involved with Holly Gill, um, they are looking to take the next step. There is an Analog Spotlight uh, page on Instagram. I think at the, there will be more details to follow on this, but as far as I can make up, they've kind of bricked their own accounts at the moment, so they couldn't send any out. But if you find the Analog Spotlight page, um, and you can find Paul did a video for the Analog Wonderland website, um, so go to there, and you will find a questionnaire, which it would be very helpful for you to fill in for them to figure out what people want, because I think what they are ultimately looking to do is yeah. to create a standalone analog event where there are who knows talks demonstrations vendors uh, a swing bouncy castle um i don't know five aside football match what other things do people want at events i haven't been to an event in a while um all that sort of stuff so could be very good what would you aid what would you like to see if there was an analog specific event happening what would it need what would be the thing that would really make you want to go there apart from seeing all my friends you mean yeah ignoring the fact that we just go there anyway but what would be the thing that would be if you didn't just want to go there and see all our friends anyway that's that's a that's a really a really good question and um it's it's a challenging one for me right now because although i've got plenty of energy for photographs at the moment photography at the moment i really am just using a digital point and shoot so so i think um i I think a, a a good quality new pocketable genuinely sort of jeans pocketable 35 millimeter point and shoot mm. Um, I suppose you could call it the uh, the JCH camera, perhaps, um, because I know Bellamy's been working on it for years. But um, I think that that would be super exciting. Uh, I think I think that would be mm. super exciting. Um, I, I'd also it's something that it probably is is never going to happen, possibly in part because of the laws of physics. Um, but a, a a small camera that shoots in stacks wide. <laughs> That would be nice. That does seem tricky. That does seem like a tricky one. It does. No, I think the laws of physics are against us on that one. Actually, Aid, that's Uh, reminded me of something I wanted to ask you about. Um, I'm going to ask you this question and stand up because I've got really bad cramp on my leg. Um, New Instax camera. Have you seen it? What's your hot take on it? uh, I have seen it. um, And 
I, I it's, it's an interesting one because uh, it, 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 I, as, as I've discussed before, I, I am a bit of a control freak when it comes to photography, and I do have trouble letting go, which is one of the reasons I, I love and also I'm challenged by Holgers, for example. Um, is that you know, it took me a long time to to learn to let go and just to to roll with whatever was going to happen and be happy with that rather than trying to be the control freak. Um, so, as the, the new well, this I mean, I assume you're talking about the new film cameras rather than the new digital cameras that also act as film printers. No, um, that, that that's that's what the one. Yeah, was it the new Eco Evo? Oh, that yeah, okay. So there's that one. So so sorry, there there are a, a couple that have come out recently. Yeah, so um, I, I I've got to say um, it's not for me. Um, partly because my main good digital camera is a Fuji, and so I can just print over the air directly to mm. a Fuji printer anyway. So if I wanted a digital image that I was going to print, uh, I would. I've got a much better way of doing that already. Um, partly because I, th I think you, you you probably wouldn't want the digital image that it captures anyway because it's going to be about five pixels and i don't mean five megapixels i mean about five pixels and it's going to be all scrunched up and crunchy and horrible so <laughs> i don't i don't think it's for me i'd i'd rather uh, i'd rather enjoy the letting go and and just shoot the film and give photos away to people and yeah. see them smile and what's you said there's a new film one what is the film uh there's a relatively recent one which is a new sort of entry level type one which has fewer of the controls that some of the 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 more expensive ones do i mean none of them are enormously expensive when you consider how much cameras cost you know other cameras cost but um and i think that that one probably would be you know not quite enough control for me it's it's a it's a it's an ongoing battle i have as you know i have a actually i was going to say i have a love-hate relationship with my instax camera but i think that would be a little bit of an overstatement i think it's probably more correct to say it's a hate-hate relationship with my instax camera <laughs> i don't think i've said very nice things about it very often on this podcast i do know that i've said lots of bad things about it on this podcast mm -hmm. so so uh uh yeah tricky tricky one um i don't know i'd love to uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah i'm conflicted <laughs> i think the new one looks cool the instax mini but i think it looks it pretty does cool. look cool it does look cool yeah and i know sinead would love it the only thing that is a bit of a bummer is that it is still just mini i wish they would do something like There's that, that too. with the wide um the i know it'd be a hulking yeah. big camera but that instax wide is I mean, we're still on the Instax Wide 300, which is the model that they have had now for, what, seven years, eight years? It's so Probably. overdue yeah. for an update. It's unbelievable. Um, but I guess that maybe the wide film just isn't popular enough. I don't flipping know, but come on, Fuji. Come on, <laughs> mate, sort it out. I do think the sweet spot at the moment for me for for instax is the uh is the film only uh square camera uh which i think is called the sq1 mm -hmm. unless they've upgraded it recently nope. i think i think that that for me is I, I know they've they've done well there's an sq 
the, 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 the digital is ones the, that they've yeah. they've iterated the digital ones a bit more frequently, haven't they? Um, so I think for me the 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 sweet spot for in in the Fuji lineup would be the SQ one at the moment because I do like those little square ones. I did I did enjoy the the photos I made with my Lomo Square uh, camera, but I think um, uh, and in some ways I do miss the Lomo Square camera actually. Um, not in all ways, but in some ways I do. Uh, so I think that would be my one of uh, my my Instax camera choice at the moment. And Claire, just because I'm very mindful of the fact that I didn't ask you this question, what would you be looking for at an analog event? What would be the thing which you would most like well, to see? I don't know because when I'm I'm with Aid, I think that's a really trick. That's a really difficult question to answer on the spot, isn't it? <laughs> um, when you said it, I was thinking. Hey, I think it is. What would I like to see? It doesn't uh, have to be a thing. It could be... No, I know, like a presence. Like I was mm. thinking, for instance, ah. I went to um, a, a workshop once and it was someone demonstrating light painting. Mm -hmm. And that was really, really good. So I don't know. I, I quite like... Because um, I learn by doing I, something like that. I don't know. Some sort of technique that someone could show you in, in, in real time. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Maybe you could volunteer, Claire, to have your hotel sessions there and people could go and see what you get up to in the hotel at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so many kinds of wrong. I think I'm yeah. going to move the conversation swiftly on. I can build myself a little set and then I could do my kind of um, self-portraits. Yeah, absolutely. On, on my cameras, yeah. That would be awesome. Um, mm. yes. Now I'm anyway. <laughs> Now you're done. Because I really like I like light painting with the big ones and stuff. So that like, that could be fun. It, yeah, to have that, a to have a like a workshop to see someone doing showing you in real you know in in real time. And, you know. Do you I, know? What? I think yeah. Now no, sorry, I I did get into a trap um, of thinking about products I'd like to see mm. an analog uh, an analog wonder sorry an analog showcase spotlight even um, and. Actually, do you know what would be really fun would be to have uh, some kind of a set, um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, where with a load of instant cameras, maybe of, of different you, of different sorts, where people could collaborate together. Mm. I don't mean one of those ones where models have to pose in weird no, costumes that you, you get could... at camera shows. I mean ones where, like, you know. We, we could create we, a scene and then we could if you've got instant film at you say I'm you, sure could, you could create a scene wherever you yeah, go Claire. and then you could like set up the lighting and like you say yes. do do light painting on instant film and then um look at the techniques and then look at the results I think yeah that good. sort of thing that's what yeah. i meant because when i said light painting i know you could you can do it on i'm talking about doing it on film like with instant no no i appreciate you mean yeah, yeah i appreciate that sort of i think um, that that would be cool mm, uh, that would be a really I'd good really... place like a, a an instant film playground because i think it, yes. it would need to be and it didn't need to be necessarily polaroid or instax it could be some other kind of you know very quick way of making an image right i'm yeah. not suggesting it mm. but somewhere where you could see the impact of what you're doing you could collaborate with friends you know you could you could just have a, a fun old time you know taking yeah. photos you know that that would be that would be awesome a lend of some cameras and you know just say okay well buy, buy a pack of film and we'll lend you the camera for the afternoon or for an hour or whatever you know and, uh, and you could you get used to like you say the distance between your subjects and how close or not close and what how the image comes out and like you say how the light if you're indoors yeah. that, that you know that would definitely light. be a good yeah. one for me definitely and yeah. me age yeah that like a good. spotlight you could call it um 
oh crap, what would you have to call it if you were shooting analog film and you were had a spotlight? What would you call that? Oh boo! <laughs> Bugger if I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, mm. right? Uh, have we? Is that is that us done then for day? Have we? Have we been the Sunny Sixteen podcast and delighted and educated everybody? Uh, at least fifty percent of that. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, we have been the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, as always, it's been a joy uh, to talk with friends and and uh, to talk to you all out there who listen graciously mm-hmm. to, to our many ramblings, well, my many ramblings and, and erudite input from Graham and mm-hmm. from Claire. Um, we'll play you out now with Rachel's band, Rocker. You can get their album, Promises I Should Have Kept on All Good Internet Places. Just search them. Uh, we will be back next week. Oh, Claire. Finger I've got up. one more thing, well, yeah, no, before no. we go. Is it Columbo? One more thing. Yeah, one more thing. Go on, have a Columbo moment, for, for listeners in, in, in the UK, it's 50 years since The Godfather came out. And um, the film, and it's coming into the cinemas. Is it? They're, yeah, they're, they're showing it across the, the UK in, in, in cinemas. So look out for it, I would, and go and see it, because I'm going to go and see it. It's the best. I love The Godfather trilogy, but it's... Certainly, Godfather Part One. Graham's laughing. No, no, best. no. It's one of the it's some of the best three hours you could spend. So look out for that. I was going to say you, they, and you should and go and watch it. And and then if you're if they do um, Part Two soon after, it's really good to see them close you, together. You couldn't but... really do them all in a marathon, could you? Because no, because be it'd be like about nine. Be, hours. It'd be, nearly be a like long nine. day. But um, be almost like watching Spartacus or something. Yeah, Ben Hur. Certainly, certainly. Um, the, the first part, you know, Godfather's out across the UK on the big screen. So that would be, that'll be a joy to see that. Yeah. So look out for it and go and watch it. And, as... and talking of lighting, that film is beautifully lit. That's a good point. Really beautifully lit. Yeah. And as Claire had watched, just one more thing. I've just sparked me to remember just one more thing. Um, Matt Parry from Ilford Photography wrote an article uh, for Digital Photographer magazine uh, mm-hmm. about film and the resurgence of, and he used the case study of this, of a professional photographer, and the case study he used was Rachel. So if you want to re- read some stuff oh, yes. about Rachel, check yes. out the Digital Photography magazine uh, that's in the UK. It's like a proper paper magazine you can go and buy from the newsstands with Rachel in it. So go do that. Nice. Fantastic, yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. All right. Well, there we go. Um, I uh, I think I got about 80% of the way through closing the show. I think the only thing left to say is thank you and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.